from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Limited availability in select areas. Visit slash hypergig with details. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that demystifies history one day at a time. I'm Gabe Luzier, and today, we're talking about the time when a lonesome Christopher Columbus mistook a one-ton sea cow for a shapely mermaid. The day was January 9th, 1493. Italian explorer Christopher Columbus recorded a sighting of three mermaids while sailing near what is now the Dominican Republic. He had set out from Spain six months earlier on his first voyage in search of a western trade route to Asia. Rather than finding one, he infamously stumbled into the Americas instead. By January of the next year, Columbus had lost two of his four ships and was eager to head home. It was one week before setting out for Spain that Columbus spotted something strange off the prow of his ship. In his journal entry for January 9th, he wrote, quote, Yesterday, when I was going to the Rio del Oro, I saw three mermaids that came up very high out of the sea. They were not as beautiful as they are painted, since in some ways they have a face like a man. 
The mermaids hadn't proved as attractive as Columbus would have liked, but in their defense, they were manatees. Also known as sea cows, manatees are large, slow-moving marine mammals. They have egg-shaped heads, bulbous faces, and whiskers. They swim using two forelimbs, called flippers, and a flat paddle-shaped tail. A fully grown manatee is generally between 9 and 12 feet long and weighs anywhere from 400 to 1300 pounds. They're nicknamed sea cows because they graze on underwater plants and grasses, although they likely evolved from a common ancestor of elephants, not cattle. By now, you're probably wondering how anyone could confuse a giant aquatic cow for a mermaid a legendary half-human, half-fish creature. It's definitely a stretch, but there are some aspects of manatee anatomy that help explain the confusion. For one thing, each of their flippers has five sets of finger-like bones, which give their limbs the general shape of arms and hands. They also have a vertebrae that acts like a neck, enabling manatees to turn their heads from side to side. Lastly, and most crucially, manatees are known to occasionally do tail stands in shallow water. And that's exactly how Columbus described them, rising high out of the water. So with all of that in mind, it's possible to imagine that from a certain distance, at a certain angle, in a certain light, manatees could be mistaken for mermaids, or at least for something vaguely human-shaped. Of course, we should also consider the viewer's state of mind in all of this. Because remember, Columbus had spent many months at sea with his all-male crew. By that point, anything slightly curvy was probably enough to catch his eye, and then his imagination could fill in the missing details. It's true that Columbus was a bit let down by the manatee's physical appearance, but he still found them beautiful just not as beautiful as they had been painted. There are only three species of manatee, West African, Amazonian, and West Indian, also known as the American manatee. Columbus noted that he saw the three mermaids while on his way to Rio del Oro, or as it's known today, the Republic of Haiti. That means his mermaids were most likely West Indian manatees, but the journal entry goes on to say that Columbus had actually seen some of the creatures before while traveling along the coasts of Guinea and Liberia. On that earlier occasion, he most likely saw a dugong, a close cousin of the manatee and the only other member of the Sirenia order of fully aquatic mammals. If the word Sirenia rings a bell, that's because it's derived from the sirens of Greek mythology the vicious creatures who were said to lure lonely sailors to their death after being mistaken for friendly mermaids. Manatees and dugongs have helped perpetuate the myth of mermaids for centuries, but the sailors of old had been primed to see all kinds of mythical creatures in the water. In the age of exploration, seafaring was driven by fantastical rumors and folklore and old maps were littered with unknown areas which illustrators had helpfully filled in with mermaids, krakens, and sea dragons. Columbus's expedition added more fuel to that fire, 
After his return from the Americas, European sideshows began advertising recently discovered mermaids from the New World. And in most cases, they were actually dead manatees or dugongs. Still, the Cyrenians have been playing tricks on sailors' eyes for long before Columbus. In the Pacific nation of Palau, ancient stories and wooden carvings depict young women transforming into dugongs and then saving fishermen lost at sea. In fact, the word dugong actually means lady of the sea in the Malay language, and 3,000-year-old drawings of dugongs have been found in Malaysian caves. As for mermaids, they showed up in recorded history around the same time. The first description of the creatures was written in Assyria in about 1000 BC. From there, mermaids swam their way into the cultures of Mesopotamia, Greece, and Rome during antiquity. They then made the leap to European and Arabic cultures during the medieval age, meaning that by the time Columbus made his sighting, mermaids had existed in the collective consciousness for nearly three millennia. In light of that, we can probably cut him some slack for thinking manatees were mermaids, but he's still on the hook for all the other stuff. As for manatees and dugongs, they've become almost as rare as a real mermaid. Both animals are now considered endangered and vulnerable to extinction. They have no natural predators, so most of the decline is due to habitat loss, dwindling seagrass and waterways and lagoons, and boat collisions. These issues are especially pressing in Florida, where more than a thousand West Indian manatees died in 2021 alone, the largest death toll ever recorded for a single year. If humans make a stronger push, we can still stop these gentle giants from becoming myths themselves and help preserve the strangeness and wonder of our planet's oceans in the process. If you'd like future generations to have the chance to embarrass themselves by mistaking these animals for mermaids, you should visit savethemanatee.org and savethedugong.org to learn how to help. I'm Gabe Lusier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any mermaid sightings to report, you can send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Feel free to rank the attractiveness of the mermaid on a scale of your own choosing. Just keep in mind that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, watch it now on digital. Rated R.